Welcome to the Auburn UMC Clergy Conversations podcast. Each week, our pastors take an in-depth look at Scripture and preview their message for Sunday morning services. We're glad you joined us. For more information about Auburn UMC, please visit our website at aumc.net. Welcome to our conversations, and we are so glad that you are here. We're here with Corey, of course, uh, and we are continuing our summer sing-along, uh, talking about right. some favorite hymns and uh, and kind of reflections from Scripture, mm-hmm. uh, that where some of these hymns come from and uh, worship songs, uh, and it's been a just kind of a great journey so far. I, I think people have really enjoyed it. The last couple of weeks, we have looked at your favorite hymns. If y'all have a favorite that you want us to to include, we would love to do that. And several good requests have come in, uh, you know, like I'll Fly Away, Victory in Jesus, mm-hmm. um, even contemporary music, you know, um, oh goodness, um, some of the old favorites like uh, Days of Elijah, you know, mm-hmm. some of those. But yeah. we want to include anything that you have. In the last couple of weeks, we have uh, talked about Amazing Grace, the story of John Newton being transformed from a captain of a slave ship you know right mm-hmm. and goodness he became a pastor and an, a leading abolitionist in england mm-hmm. and how god transformed him and from that wretch to to save a wretch like me as he said and um that amazing grace is so mm-hmm. good and then last week we talked about um rock of ages the author was uh, augustus top lady mm-hmm. a leading rival of john wesley and they had these funny words back and forth with each other, but yet he wrote this beautiful hymn that became accepted by so many, Rock of Ages, Cleft for Me, mm-hmm. which is a beautiful prayer that we all love. And today, our, what's our hymn? Our hymn is, What a Friend We Have in Jesus. Uh, and it's just a very interesting background, as, as many of these are, um, but it's written by Joseph Scriven, um, who did the wording. And, and Joseph was actually uh, from Ireland, born in 1819, and kind of into a, an upper-class family. Mm-hmm. Uh, he went to a good college, kind of had things planned out. Uh, the night before he was to be married, uh, he was waiting on his bride to, to come. She was riding over a bridge over the River Dan. Uh, she fell off of her horse, something spooked the horse, uh, fell into the river, and actually drowned. Oh, gosh. And so, uh, so that was uh, just devastating, as you, mm-hmm. you can imagine. Uh, and so from that point, Joseph uh, went to uh, Ontario, Canada, a couple places there, ended up at, at Point of Hope. And he really just gave his life, took a vow of poverty, gave his life to serving others. He was known to cut wood for widows and, and other people to mm-hmm. give whatever he, he had. Uh, and then actually uh, was tutoring students and, and opened a school, uh, was dating um, someone, Eliza Rice. Oroche, as, as you pronounce it, uh, and um, they were engaged to be married. She succumbed to pneumonia, and she oh died. So, oh so just goodness. a lot of tragic, pain. tragic. And um, and then uh, a few years after that, he heard that his mother in Ireland was sick, and so he did not have the the funds to go back and, and see about her. So he just wrote this poem called uh, "Pray Without Ceasing," uh-huh. and. Those are the words to what a friend we have in Jesus. Uh, a friend got those. Um, one copy, his mother got those. He actually published some hymns. This was not in it. Uh-huh. Um, and then a little later on uh, in 1886, uh, then Charles Crozet Converse put words to this 
poem that he wrote. Okay. And these, you know, these deep feelings, talking about have we trials and temptations? Is there trouble anywhere? Um, and things about our, our that, um, you know, are we encumbered uh, by a, a load of care? And I think mm -hmm. sometimes we feel encumbered by yeah. a load, load of care. Uh, but really the thread through all this is, again, those beautiful words, what a friend we have in Jesus. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, just that he is our, our refuge through yeah. through all of this. That relationship that we talked about three weeks ago of grace and then God who kind of holds us like a rock of ages, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and then this idea of, of a relationship of care that you can, um, what um, what's, there's that great line, you know, um, have we trials and temptations? Is there trouble anywhere? We should never right. be discouraged. But the what's the last line that talks about um, uh, about prayer? Take it to the Lord in prayer. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. I, yeah. There, that idea, though, that if there's if we have something that we're holding mm -hmm. on to, right, to reach out to God as as in relationship. Mm -hmm. And today our scripture talks about Jesus shows up. Sees, mm -hmm. sees something going on in somebody's life and just names it and cares about this soul that everybody else has kind of thrown away. Right. Um, and I, I think that just says so much about the grace of God who, who cares about whatever's happening in somebody's life right now, mm -hmm. which is a good thing. It is. And immediately what happened before this is that Jesus calmed the, the storm mm -hmm. with the disciples in the boat. And, you know, they asked this, this question immediately preceding this um, experience of, of who is this? Mm-hmm. Uh, that even the, the winds and the, the waves uh, and the water, they yeah. obey him. Right. So that question was kind of in the air uh, when Jesus kind of led and, and settled his disciples to the land of the, the Gerasenes. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and he obviously, we know this. Well, we'll read the story. How about okay. that? Now, mm -hmm. I've got the message version. Um, I can read. Or what, what do you have? I have the Common English Bible. So can you read can your read. version? Because that sure. may tell the story. And then this one kind of brings out some interesting right. That's usually ways to share. Yeah. So this is Luke chapter 8, beginning in verse 26. Jesus and his disciples sailed to the Gerasenes land, which is across the lake from Galilee. As soon as Jesus got out of the boat, a certain man met him. The man was from the city and was possessed by demons. For a long time, he lived among the tombs, naked and homeless. When he saw Jesus, he shrieked and fell down before him. Then he shouted, What have you to do with me, Jesus, the Son of the Most High? God, I beg you, don't torture me. He said this because Jesus already commanded the unclean spirit to come out of the man. Many times it had taken possession of him, so he would be bound with leg irons and chains to be placed under guard. But he would break his restraints, and the demon would force him into the wilderness. Jesus asked him, What is your name? Legion, he replied, because there are many demons had entered him. They pleaded with him not to order them to go back into the abyss. A large herd of pigs was feeding on the hillside. The demons begged Jesus to let them go into the pigs. Jesus gave them permission. And the demons left the man and entered the pigs. The herd rushed down the cliff into the lake and drowned. When those who tended the pigs saw what had happened, they ran away and told the story in the city and in the countryside. People came to see what happened. They came to Jesus and found the man whom the demons had gone. He was sitting at Jesus' feet, fully dressed, and completely sane. 
They were filled with awe. Those people who had actually seen what had happened told them how the demon-possessed man had been delivered. Then everyone gathered from the region of the Gerasenes and asked Jesus to leave their area because they were overcome with fear. So they got into the boat and returned across the lake. The man from whom the demons had gone begged to come along with Jesus as one of his disciples. Jesus sent him away, saying, Return home and tell the story of what God has done for you. So he went throughout the city, proclaiming what Jesus had done for him. There's so much here about this mm. incident, this moment of a friendship that takes place in a man's life, like the him, but it also happens in a way that transforms the man. Um, I was I was noticing in verses 37 through 39 mm -hmm. that the people, after they saw the change that had happened to him, I mean, you know, they knew him as this guy that lived out in the tombs. I mean, you know, this this was the story of the day. You don't go over there to that graveyard or whatever right. because he's this naked man who's crazy is, right. I mean, you can just imagine the stories that they told their kids. Um, but the idea that they find him dressed, orderly, fine, and here's how it's interpreted here. Jesus, leave. This has been too much change, too fast, and they were scared. Mm -hmm. You know, um, and this was in an area that was not Jewish. This was in a Gentile area. It's, it right. had to have scared them to see that God's doing something through this man that they don't understand. And too much change too fast can scare a lot of us. Right. That is true. Um, and yeah, and actually, Gerasenes land is part of the Decapolis. And so uh, it was really a place of um, where there's a good deal of business and merchant mm -hmm. and, and people were busy uh, going from one thing to the next. Yeah. Uh, and it's almost like they were they were saying, well, Jesus, we're, you know, we're glad you did this, but we don't want you to disrupt anything else you know? yeah i mean jesus just walking around and and obviously it's not jewish because there's pig farmers right you know and so um that's not on their menu mm -hmm. and uh so but, but the idea that um i mean if if you're gonna ruin our hurt our our, our yes, livelihood yes. it had to have been strange you know um mm -hmm. i always wanted to think about what happened the next day how did the How'd the hog farmer explain that one? Right, I know, I yeah. know. And it's really, it's hard because it's, it's two sides, like this was a, a man's life, his, yes. his soul that Jesus redeemed, and this is a herd of pigs. At the same time, you're right, the the, the swine herds lost their, their livelihood yes. in that. Um, and so, you know, maybe it questions us, what, what do we value and what? Yeah, and, and you know, there's the economy, like you just said. You know, there's mm -hmm. the local economy, and then there's the life. What do we value more? Yeah. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. that idea of do we, do we, will we sit with people that are different and care, care for them and help them become whole? Um, or, or is it too much change too fast to our lives that would scare us and shock us? Yeah. to care for somebody that much. Mm -hmm. Is it too much change too fast? Mm -hmm. I mean, it really does ask a lot of questions. And then then the idea that the man's name is Legion, right. there's a lot of stormy things going on in his life, kind of like the waves. Mm -hmm. In this translation, his name, uh, another, another way to interpret the Greek is his name was Mob, mm -hmm. which you think about a raging mob, mob yeah. happening in your head or in your mm -hmm. heart or in your life. That's such a way to... There's so much here. I mean, there is, yeah. And if, if any of you have ever felt twisted or pulled or felt like a raging mob is let loose in your heart or in your mind or in your soul, 
that could be hard yes. to, to, to live with a at times. Absolutely. Um, and, and yes, it kind of goes back to, to our hymn, encumbered with a, a load of care. Mm-hmm. Are we weak and heavy laden? And, mm-hmm. um, and that's the picture some commentators point of, uh, paint of this, is that it was a busy place, a, a place where, um, a successful place, mm-hmm. a lot of things going on. Uh, and they kind of kept this this man, you know, um, and kind of alone and, and to himself. Um, and like I say, I like that love that word legion or mob. And I always tell this when we have this. But we had a I had a coach one time. We called legion because <laughs> because there were many, and he was he was tough. And, Did he um, have his own demons? <laughs> <laughs> That's what we thought. So we really <laughs> believed that yes, he did. Um, but it's it's just a lot of, I think, overwhelming things in this. Yeah. People are overwhelmed. This man was overwhelmed. Just, mm-hmm. just a lot of, um, just things that perhaps they couldn't even name. And that's mm-hmm. interesting. That the first question Jesus asked was, "What's your name? What is your name?" Which I think, as we kind of come to a close in our conversation for this day, and as we think about um, where we are as individuals, to, to, to ask, to hear Jesus ask, what is your name? And maybe today people do feel like they're named by, or filled with a legion of things, or mob of forces within. And mm-hmm. the idea that the friendship of Jesus, the relationship of Jesus in our life, brings us wholeness, and brings us healing, and helps us become who we are, to, to be named by Christ is huge, and to be named by that the one who knows our full name right. completely. Mm-hmm. And just to end up tied up, up with our hymn, What a Friend We Have in Jesus, that it said during World War One and World War Two that mm-hmm. that was really the the hymn of the, the soldiers, and that wow. so many times um, when, you know, they had... Uh, soldiers friends who would would die or, or just felt overwhelmed that this was the the song that was shared and <clears throat> and sung so um so in those overwhelming moments yeah uh to realize there's one who who knows our name who, who cares about our name and cares about about us um and doesn't just identify us by the the legion of other things that are pulling us in yeah. lots of different directions and sees us for who we truly are and mm-hmm. loves us. So I invite us to close in prayer uh, today as we go forward. And I'm grateful for this series that we're continuing and, um, and invite you to join us in worship this Sunday. Let mm-hmm. us pray. God, thank you for your love in our life. Thank you for knowing our name. And thank you for knowing the names of things that sometimes distract us and pull us away from being who you call us to be. We pray that you would guide and bless us, lead us all to wholeness, and help us to see the need uh, to uh, celebrate the wholeness of others. Guide us this day. We thank you so much for your love in our life. In your name we pray. Amen. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of Clergy Conversations with Auburn United Methodist Church. Check back next week for our next episode. For more information about Auburn United Methodist Church, please visit our website at aumc.net.